Yo, 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 what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, man? Welcome to another episode of Bro Talk. Man, it is good to be with you guys today. Um, so thankful that we made it to 2022. But we're here, man. God be the glory for all that. And hey, man, welcome to episode two, man. So, hey, tonight we're going to dive into uh, some more great word from God, some more uh, Bible. If you ain't know, if you knew the bro talk, this is what we do. We're going to give you the common man's outlook on what God, the word God is bringing. And hey, man, we're going to bring you a great word. So, hey, I'm going to turn it over to my brother Demarcus, man. Hey, what's going on, Bro Talk Nation, man? You already know, man, feels good to be back, man. We getting back into our groove, getting back to doing what God has uh, called us to do, man. Like my brother E said, man, so thankful to be in 2022. Um, it's crazy. He's saying the word thankful. It, it, it's already beaming on what we, about to, what we about to dive into, man. But hey, man, it feels good, man. If you out there on the YouTube world, man, please uh share subscribe hit that bell uh so you can get notified with all new content that hit the page shout out to the marketing team out there uh young young ass you know the the i ain't even gonna do y'all like that i'm i'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna, I'm gonna let the joke slide but shout out to the to the team out there doing what they do best man hey as y'all can see the title going on man we are in season three episode two bro tonight dog we we you know we ended yesterday uh last podcast on the Tuesday and we was in the book of Jonah, man. We stick in there. And you know, the title of that one was uh keep catching these routes. And my brother E let you know let lit y'all up on some things. But the way we ended it after the show, man, we was talking about uh finishing up the story and we got to this title, bro. Um, beautiful things in a dark place, man. And you know, it it, it rung us, it kept us going, and, you know, it felt good. So, E, bro, I wanted to share something with you, dog. You know how I be getting into these things, and I be going with them, man. And, it, you know, it's fun, man. It, it legit. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. If, you, if you start reading the Bible, man, and let God just start taking you whatever way it goes, man, it gets, yeah. starts to get fun, man. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Big bro, in the, in the animal kingdom, there are a lot of man, the like organisms that have the ability to glow, right? Yeah. Um, like fireflies and stuff like that. Um, there are two main ways that the animals emit their light. The first one is biofluorescent. Oh, got a word right. I'm telling you, I've been studying. Now, this this type of way they absorb light from the surrounding environment and then they emit it back, right? That was that was all right. Like they take light from the environment that's already out there and they and they put it back out so they okay. taking things from the environment taking things from the world and they push that light back out to me that light might be a little flawed right because you're okay. taking light from the environment and how we know with society a lot of things you take from society ain't really a good light it's an yeah. artificial light it's a yeah. light that that ain't good right now the second type of light, right? Bioluminescence. Oh, two for two tonight. I'm, 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 we might be all right tonight, bro. This occurs when the animal produces its own light. The second one is the one for me. So you're okay. telling me this animal 
it don't take nothing from nowhere. It just has the ability to make its own light so that people can see. It emits yeah. its own thing. It's its own shine, right? Mm. God was was and is our light in the world. John 9, 5 tells us, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So God, yeah. he was bioluminescent. He had his own light. He was able to produce light by himself. I mean, when he first got here, what did he say? Let there be light. Boom. And there was light, bro. But yeah. just like these yeah. animals, we also have the capability of emitting our own light. Like, we already know it. God is in us, right? We, we talked about this so many times, bro. So the yeah. light is in us, right? Psalms yeah. eighteen twenty eight tells us, you, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into what? Light. So, bro, like, this is already how we are. So you can see in the title what we're talking about, beautiful things in dark places. God is already trying to tell us, even in the darkness, there's something that you can do that's beautiful by being bioluminescent and shining your own light, dude. Like, bro, like, hey, bro, we already here. Like, we already here. I've been watching all type of stuff, bro. I've been on it, dude. Hey, that's good, man. That boy been watching Animal Planet, man. All right, mm -hmm. man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, but that's that's so so true, man. And uh, a quick testimony, man. Like, yeah, not even understanding. Like we talked about it on the last podcast, but when I came to San Antonio, I didn't know that there was a light in me, and it oh. lit a flame under somebody else, or, mm. or you can say it turned the light on for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we be in dark places, right? And we need the light of somebody else in order to help us see in the darkness that we are in our life. So, hey, that's good, man. We kicking this thing all right, bro. Okay, let's go. No, 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 bro. Hold on, hold on. Before we move on, bro, you, you, no, you got to stay there. You just opened up a can of worms. I need y'all to understand what he said. He said, from the last podcast, we were talking about you're going the wrong way, right? And yeah. we, and I was talking about how E got a, a you know a word to go somewhere to an unwanted places to do something now he just said that he didn't know that the light he had in him was to help somebody else light shine that was in a dark place Man. have you ever been in a dark situation and needed someone else's flashlight to find your own flashlight like you couldn't find the light source by yourself because you didn't have your light source. So yeah. you needed somebody else with a light source to turn your switch to help you find your switch in a dark place. My, I, I can't let y'all just ride past that and not get that. Like this yeah. is what I'm trying to tell you. If you're not cutting on your own, this ain't even a point. I ain't even got this written down. If you're not even cutting on your own light source, yeah. You may not even help others find their own light. That's that's dog. dog that's good, bro. That's Man. so good, dude. Yeah, good, like, we, like we couldn't even. I couldn't run past that one, bro. Like somebody needed to hear that tonight. Like somebody yeah. needed that word alone. That you need to cut back on your light. So that man. somebody else can can find their path, bro. That's good. Oh, man, let's go, man. Oh man, that's good. So hey, we are gonna dive right into this, man. Like I said, we've been in the book of Jonah, man, and you know where we starting at. I put the verses in the in the thing earlier, but where we kicking this off is is Jonah, uh, one seventeen. Uh, I want to just read this part. It says, "Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah." And Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. 
<laughs> so if you backstory a little bit, you know, we were talking about how Joan and them had to draw straws. They found out that, you know, hey, Joan, you got the straw, the short straw. Hey, man, you've been doing some bad things. You're running from God. We can't have you on the ship because God, he tearing us down. So Jonah jumped ship. He was like, bro, I'm just going to go and I'm going to jump. So he got in the, in the ocean, man. And then after that, what happened was God sent a, a giant fish to literally come and swallow up Jonah. And he says that he lived in his stomach for, it says, three days and three nights, right? Bro, I, I, I'm about to laugh on this one, bro, because it's about to be funny. I need y'all to hang with me on this point. Yeah. You ever talk to somebody who was ugly, but they was attractive at the same time? Like, no, nah, hey, come on, y'all. Hang with me now. I need y'all to go back, back in your days and think about this. You ever talk to somebody who was ugly? Like, all your friends was like, girl, what do you see in him? Like, he was ugly. Like, me and my wife was watching Law and Order today, and she was like, I don't know who be casting these people that these people fall in love with because all the dudes is ugly. But the girls, was they was with him. It's just like if you ever seen an ugly dude yeah. with the hottest chick wearing his chain. No pun yeah. intended. I'm not trying to call Jay-Z ugly. That's not what I'm doing. But I am like, I know y'all have seen some pictures where you was like, yeah. I don't know how he pulled it, but right. he pulled it, right? Yeah. All right. I looked up the word of the, the definition of the word arrange, right? Because the Bible tells us that the Lord arranged them. The definition okay. of the of the word arrange says is neat, it's required order, or it's attractive. Mm. Okay. The point I'm trying to make is when it's ugly but attractive though. God arranged this great fish, bro, to come and swallow up Jonah. Yeah. I am thinking in my head, it's ugly, but it's attractive, though, because it yeah. was needed. Jo it was needed yeah. to, to, to get Jonah out of where he was, bro. So, like, dog, I, I, I got it. Like, I'm asking y'all, you ever been in something that was ugly, but it was attractive, though? It was required to get you out of something that you needed to get out of. God brought a thing that looked ugly, but would, but actually it took, it looked good. It looked good. It was so attractive. If you've ever been attracted to something or somebody, you start to blush a little bit. Even me being dark, I can blush. You start to smile a little bit. You know, you start to get giggly. Like you start to feel good in that peace. Yeah, and this yeah. is what God can do for you. He can bring something that's ugly to everybody else. Man. But to you, it's so attractive, it makes you start to smile. It makes you start to feel peace in your life. So, bro, like, that, no, nah, this Ooh. is where I was at right now, bro. Like, no. oh, <laughs> hey, you know what you said, man? It goes with the old saying that the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Okay, all right. So, <laughs> sometimes, man, I be, I'm not, I'm going to be hot over transparent. I be doing the same thing, like, like bro, why she with him or why why how how he got hurt? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you never know what the situation is. Yeah, you know what can look beautiful and attractive on the outside. I mean, well, ugly and uh, on the outside can be beautiful on the inside. And sometimes we have to see the oh, inner yeah. person versus the outer, right? So Jonah had to, to get away from his situation. He had to go into the inner works of something that was ugly. 
but it put mm. him in a beautiful situation. Ooh. You know what I'm so like not yeah. every situation yeah. that you see the finest chick with the finest dude, they may be two ugly people together. Mm, that's good, bro. He was trying to escape what God needed him to do, and that's us. We trying to escape the beauty that God has for us to go get with the ugly. But God will let you go to the ugly to get back to the beauty. Hey, let's go, man. Hey, bro. Hey, hey. I don't know if y'all catching these bars as East spitting. First of all, I love how you said like um the inner beauty, the inner beauty of it. Because on the outside, like I'm saying, bro, this fish had to be ugly. It had yeah. to be. But on the inside, it was beautiful because it was exactly, it was exactly what you said. Jonah needed to get out of that ugly situation, right? Yeah. And just like you said, we talked about the three different points. That where he was going, the city names and whatnot, right? You know, we had Joppa, then you had Tor uh Tarshisha, Tarshisha. That that was the place in the wrong direction. I ain't about to try to say the N-word. I know you had it, bro, and we got it. I'll let you say it out loud so they can get it. But that was the beautiful place, right? Yeah. And the other side was the ugly place. And yeah. that's where Jonah was trying to go. It was gonna be his ugly situation going to a, a ugly place. But to him, it was a beautiful place because he thought he was gonna be in a beautiful situation. Dog, that dog, that was so good. How you how you yeah. tangibly change it like you always do, bro. Yeah, like bro. so amazing, bro. Something else about this verse, bro, that's really, really big, right? If you look at it in the amplifier version, right? They talked about um how how it changed up in the AMP version. That's why I like to read the different versions. You put me on on that one. Um, I went deeper in the Bible and went deeper in the uh, animal planet and started searching. Like, there is no marine mammal that's capable of swallowing a man whole. Not on this earth, not at all. I, I, I Googled everywhere. I looked on everything. This is not possible, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, it could be that the animal went extinct. It, 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 no, longer, it no longer was there, right? It, it's extinct. Mm -hmm. A lot of animals have went extinct, dinosaurs and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. To me, that's like a that's like a society thought process. That's like that biofluorescent like type thinking. Okay. I like to think of it as the other one that it commit. I know that my God is a creative God. I, I know this because the Bible has told me that he's able to create things. He created the heavens and earth. He created different storms. He created, you know different things on this thing. He created so much. It also made me think that maybe God, God uniquely created this fish just for Jonah. If that's mm. the case, you're telling me that God can create something so unique that it looks ugly, but just like he said, can be beautiful in the inside once you get in it. Bro, if that ain't a word right there that I know somebody needs to hear, all right. so crazy. You got a God that we serve that you that can create something that no one has never seen. No one can never understand, but it's just Man. for you. How about that marriage that you in that everybody think is ugly and not supposed to be there, but he Man. created it so just for you. Those kids that you have that you're not supposed to have that can came out of something like so ugly as rape. But it's just created just for yeah, you. Anything yeah. God create is just for you. It's uniquely created just for you. That thing you went through with your father, you was abandoned. 
created just for you to come out of it. That person that he brought along in your life, those teachers, those uh, the stepdads, all of those things could be uniquely created just for you. You need to understand that anything God puts his hand on could be uniquely created. Just like a fish, he could create anything just for you. Boy, I'm telling you, this is good, bro. This is good. Tell me. Hey, you on one tonight. <laughs> hey, but that's so true, man. I mean, if you look at your life from where you started to where you are today, like you're better. I mean, I don't I don't know anybody like that. that's a believer of God that doesn't know that they're better from where they started. But in my situations in my life, man, like I've come from a lot of ugly things. You know, yeah. I came from abusive step parents. I came from uh, my parents not being there. And but it all turned out beautiful. You know, they God put around put great people around me. Uh, he surrounded me by some loving parents. And every situation changed in my life from two marriages to uh, recent relationships to, you know what I'm saying? Like different things. And I've been in so many ugly situations, but it made the beauty, it, ma it made the person that I am today. And that's the beauty that God has in you. What's in me is only for me. It was only designed to come out of me. What's designed for my brother it's only designed to come out of my brother. See, yep. we all have our own light that shines in the midst of the darkness of the world. Hmm. I'm going to say it again. Say it again. No, they didn't. We all got our own individual light purpose for our life that shines in the darkness of the world from what society will tell you, from what social hmm. media will tell you, from what anybody that doesn't believe in God, that believes in God, that believes in whatever they praise to, you have something special that was uniquely designed for you. Point mm -hmm. blank. That's good, bro. Um, <laughs> now that you just said that, and our, our, you said that we all have our own light that's designed to shine, right? Yeah. It, I was telling my wife this early when she came back from the gym. I was listening to Deacon uh, Little Wayne, man, and he got this verse in Nightmares from the Bottom, right? It, oh, literally, yeah. it literally says we're all in the same picture, but just got different poses. Yeah. 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 Mm. Like, I, I know, I know, you know, I know they will tell you not to listen to certain music and that's fine. Do your own thing. But sometimes like if you're able to block ourselves and get a word from something when God's speaking, like when I heard that, I said, wow, that, hold on. We all in the same picture, but we all in different poses. We all got the same light. We just all trying to shine it differently. Like, mm -hmm. like, God was telling me, Jamarcus, just because you're in this situation, somebody else is in the same situation. They just got a different pose. To me, that was literally me and my father when he was talking about, Jamarcus, you and your dad in the same picture, y'all just got different poses. His yeah. pose is this. Your pose is this. But if you think about it, y'all in the same picture. Like, this is what we're talking about, bro. And, and like, when you just said that, it made me think about when he said it, Deacon Wayne said it, and nightmares yeah. from the bottom, bro. It's crazy as nightmares from the bottom. The bottom is usually dark. That's usually yeah. where light come from. Everything works together when you just let God run with it. When you yeah. let the world run with it, then you start thinking negative about, oh, nightmares from the bottom. I ain't trying to hear all that. Me, when I hear that, I'm thinking nightmares from the bottom. Nah, that's dark places, but I know there's light going to be there. I'm thinking mm. godly with everything, right? Bro, yeah. that's that is so good, bro. I'm so glad we on this because yeah. I know somebody need this word tonight, bro. It's, it's, it's good, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
I wanted to like read um the second part of Jonah, bro. Like now, like what we're about to go into is what me and you were talking about at work, right? Um, mm-hmm. the second part, like it, I'm gonna read it really fast, man. Y'all can follow along. It's from the message version, it's Jonah too, right? It says, Then Jonah prayed to his God from the belly of his fish inside of that that beautiful place where he was at, right? He prayed mm-hmm. in trouble, deep trouble. I prayed to God. He answered me from the belly of the grave. I cried, help. You heard me cry. You threw me into the ocean's depth, into a watery grave with the ocean waves, ocean breakers crashing over me. I said, I've been thrown away, thrown away, thrown out of your sight. I'll never again lay eyes on your holy temple. The ocean gripped me by my throat and the ancient abyss grabbed me and held me tight. My head was all tangled in seaweed at the bottom of sea where mountains took root. I was far down as the body can go. He was rock bottom. I don't know if y'all ever been there, but he was at the bottom. Nowhere else to go, right? Yet yeah. you pulled me up from that grave alive. Oh, my God. When my life was slipping away, I remember God. And my prayer got through to you. Made it all the way to your holy temple. Those who worship and hollow gods, God falls, walk, walk away from their, their only true love. But I'm worshiping you, God, calling out in your favorite word, E, thanksgiving. And I'll do what I promised to do. Salvation belongs to God. Now, I know that was a lot of meat and potatoes, but I wanted to, like, point out a couple of those, E. The one I wanted to point out was when he was talking about he was so far at the bottom that that, that that's the only place the bottom could go. Like, you got to think about what Jonah was going through. He's literally mm-hmm. saying, I got thrown into the water and I was about to drown. I was about to be a deader, a gone. I was so far down. This is as far as I can go. But you know what, E, you said it earlier when you said he was in a beautiful place when the fish came and swallowed him up. So God mm-hmm. sent him a fish to get him from the bottom of the watery grave. So Jonah was thankful for that fish. One of my favorite movies, bro, I'm about to make the point and I'm about to turn it over to you. It's Harlem Nights, bro. Me and you talk about this movie all the time, bro. There was a part in the movie when uh Red Fox, also known as, uh I think uh, I forgot his name in the movie, where he was at the at the craps table, bro, and he they was throwing the craps, but he was calling the dice wrong because you know he, he was going he couldn't see no more, right? And the people was getting on him by itself. And I can't say a couple of words that was on there because you know when this we we living right, right? But Sugar Ray had to pull him over to the side and be like, "Hey man, where your glasses at, man? I bought you the glasses. I need you to pull them on." He was mad because he used to be able to call the dice before they stopped. Like he was, he was, he was red eye beaming. I think that's what they call him. Yeah, right? yeah. I wanted to make this point, bro. The point is, put your glasses on. Ooh, that's good. Put your glasses on, and you got to understand what I'm talking about. I told you he used to be able to call the dice. See, a lot of us are struggling with spiritual near far sightedness. We're struggling with it. We're struggling with near farsighters. What I'm talking about, you looking at all the immediate losses, struggles, and unmet needs so much that we can't even focus on the broader vision. You near farsightedness, right? I'm telling you to put your glasses on. Jonah was really in the belly of the fish for three days, but you know he had his glasses on. He was looking out the lens of thankfulness. Mm. That's I'm gonna good. turn it over to you, bro. That's good. <laughs> hey, so go back to one of your points, man. Uh, you were talking about he got thrown in the water, right? Yeah. And 
it's the same metaphor. It, it's the same thing that we live every day. Like you feel like you're drowning. And what we tend to do is fight against the water. If you've ever been in the ocean, it's hard to fight that current. Right. Very much. You get you got it. You can't you can't fight the current trying to swim in the direction the current is going. You got to go across it. Yeah. Right. So Jonah was in the in the water drowning to the he was sinking. And that's how we feel in our life. We feel like we're sinking. We, we getting ready to just give up. And that's when you hit the bottom. But see, God is a savior. He came mm -hmm. to save Jonah before he drowned. Think about your life. Ain't, hasn't God done the same thing for you? Man, that's like, so Hasn't good. he caught you before your lights was out? That's so good. That's what we think about when, when we're talking about death. Is, hey, your lights don't get turned off. So before, you know, if you ever seen the movies, how they portray drowning, right? The person always like get weak and then they kind of just fall asleep, right? Mm -hmm. But before the light went out, the well came and scooped on up. God does the same thing for us in our life. That's and so to go back with your glasses, man, hey, man, I don't know for all the people that's out there uh, driving on the road with no glasses at night. Look, I know they ugly. Matter of fact, I'm going to come back with a great word. Go ahead. Take it back to boot camp, right? So, hey, for all the military people, non-military people, when you blind and, and, and you at boot camp, they give you these things called BCGs, right? <laughs> <laughs> these big old brown glasses look like from the 70s. Yeah. Old librarian teacher or something from the 70s. I picture polyester and a, and a turtleneck on, right? <laughs> and I'm telling you, fellas, if you're wearing these at boot camp, the chicks are not going to look at you the same. You're not going to look attractive. All right. But see, the ugly thing that's sitting on your face is going to help you see. Mm -hmm. That's good. The ugly thing in your life is going to help you see. That's good. If you don't put your glasses on to see God clearly, you're going to keep running into the same problems. You're going so <laughs> to keep going down the wrong roads. You don't know which direction you're going. You ever been like a blind person doesn't really know which way they're going. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you can't see, how can you how can you know which way to go? How are you going to you can't help yourself get from the bottom? <laughs> it's impossible. Right. You trying to help yourself get from the bottom. It's like you trying to swim up from the bottom of the ocean to the top. You ain't got enough air, man. Ooh. Let's go. That's good, bro. Like, hey, hey, you just said a lot, man. But I need y'all to I need y'all to grasp grasp like what i'm trying to tell y'all about putting your glasses on bro like stop being near far sightedness bro like you you steady sitting up there looking at everything that's going on like the struggles and losses and things you haven't got right now at this right moment man like you gotta you, you gotta let it go man because like without it if you stay stuck on it you're not gonna be thankful for the things that you have right now you're not gonna be think thankful for the fish that God, that not even a fish, let me help you out. You're not going to be thankful for the things I was uniquely created for you right there to get you out of the situation you are right now. Like you need to understand that you need to be looking at those lens of thankfulness, man. Literally, bro, like I'll, I'll tell you right now, I had, to, I had to highlight these things and Philippians 4, 6, and 7, like it literally tells us what, like God says, don't worry, don't fret or worry. Instead, like, you know, don't worry. You need to be thankful. You need to be thankful for everything, right? 
And yeah. then even in Psalms 104, I had to dig deep for this one. Enter, enter with the password. Thank you. Make yourself at home. Talk and praise. Thank him and worship him. Like another verse says, as soon as you enter the gates, your first word should be thank you. Like if you're not looking out of the lens for thank of, of the thankfulness, you're never going to get out of the situation you're in. You're going to be stuck looking at near, far sighted. All you're going to do is focus on the immediate things that are right there in front of you. And and what like what is that going to do? Like he said, you ain't got enough air. You ain't got enough air to get back up. That's because you stuck and you stand right there just being in that in that spot. And we all been there before. We all been so stuck before where it, it instantly feels like you're losing air. Your chest is like it's, it's caving on you. You can't breathe. You got to yeah. go outside and get more air. And yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Like you ever I, I, I don't know. Maybe, bro. I'm thinking of it. You ever been inside of a big building and you start to get so anxious and people be like, I got to go outside to get some fresh air. And it's like, yeah, every restaurant air ain't no different. Like it's the same air. Yeah. Like I know the building might be a little stuffy, but it's the same air. Like what's happening right there is because you're stuck. You're stuck on what's happened immediately. And you're not looking at the broader picture that's down the line. And the only person that can see that is the person who created it. So you got to go to him. That's why he tells you, hey, don't be anxious. Don't be worried. Just, just give it all to me. Give it all to me and I can make sure you get back up because I'm going to send you something yeah. that's uniquely for you to get you out that situation, dude. Like, bro, that's good, bro. I'm, I'm loving the way yeah. you're going with that one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm man. I know so many times in my life, man, I focus on like what was happening to me. Yeah, yeah. And then it's crazy how God sends a memory of what happened to you and remind you of how far you came. Yeah. Right? Like he <laughs> I know God's just be sitting up there like, man, here we go again. I done brought this dude out so many times and he's still worried about this this little stuff in front of him. Like you worrying about people. What they're doing to you, what they're saying to you, you worried about what happened to you. But God has brought you from so far. That's what you need to see. You need to have like the sight through a sniper scope, right? A sniper has a scope they can see a very long distance away to the target. Yeah. That's God. God needs you to have sniper vision, not. I took off my glasses and I, I, you up here looking at your problems like this. <laughs> they well, can't even see what's going on. You don't, you still don't know how to fix it because it's not clear to you. It's clear to God because He know what He's doing. Mm, like right. you operating in the in the in the form of chaos because that's what's in front of you. Chaos is in front of you. Chaos is in the distance from you, and that's all that you see. But that's what the world will tell you. See, God will tell you, like my brother just said, don't be anxious. Don't worry. God said, if I took care of the birds in the field, if I fed them, aren't you more important than the bird? Mm. Like, they don't feed themselves. They don't, you know, shelter themselves. Yeah. I do that. That's good. It's the same thing that God does with you. You don't have to worry about fixing your problem because he already has the solution. That's good, bro. Hey, you made me start thinking of you made me think of something, bro. And I'm I'm a I wanna wanna like close this one up, bro. 
I don't know if y'all got Hulu. If y'all do, you know, Hulu runs like ads, bro. And one of the ads that's been like tripping me out lately is the iPhone Pro 13 ad. It's when the black guy and the white guy are sitting in the car and the white guy is blurry in the background, but the the black guy is like in focus, right? So like what's crazy about the video, the white guy says, he asks him, he's like, hey, am I not important? He was like, the dude was like, why are you saying that? He was like, because like I'm blurry, like I'm blurry. And it's like in the movies. If you ever seen in the movies, like whatever the person is important, like all the people in the background, you know, the, the standbys or whatever, they be all blurry. So it, he was saying like, am I not important in the movie because I'm blurry? And the black dude was like, yeah, you know, they only focus on the most important character at the time in the scene. So then the white dude was like, well, what if they just shift the focus and I become important. And then now he becomes focused and the black dude becomes clear. And he was like, bro, that's impossible. But he was like, oh, wait a minute. It it just happened. Like, what I got from what you just said right now is, I need y'all to understand this. Jonah said, when my life was slipping away, I remember God and I prayed and my mm. prayer got to you. Mm. I need you to understand this. Okay. You may think that you're out of focus and you're blurry. Even if you pray, God yeah, is saying yeah. you're always in focus in my eyes. The iPhone Pro that I got, I have everybody in focus. There is no blurry what he sees. See, man, you so talked good. about this one time. I remember you brought this up. When the man that got, when he, God did the mud on his eyes, when he opened up his eyes, he was still able to see, but it was still blurry. He had to come back to God one more time. And God was, Jesus, I mean, I'm sorry, Jesus was trying to ask him, how was your sight? He wanted to find out if the man was going to tell the truth and be like, oh, everything is in focus. The man said, no, 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 I can see. But everything is still a little blurry. See, with our eyesight, everything looked blurry. But with the God we serve, we're all in focus. So no, no matter where you at in your life, you could be going down to the depths at rock bottom where nobody else can be. You can be in the belly of the fish. You could be living good and lavish. No matter where you at, you are important to the God we serve. I'm, he calls us his own children. You're always in focus with him. Bro, you made me start thinking about that commercial because it's so important because we love to compare ourselves and be like, God only got his eyes on him because look at him. He is he he's important right now. He's in the car that I need. He's in the job that I need. But I bet you don't know his situation, though. I bet you don't know the the, the nah. he had to go through. How many yeah, times yeah. he got swallowed up by the whale? How he was in the whale not only three days and three nights. He was there for 45 days and 44, 45 nights. He had to go through hell to get where he at right now. But all he had to do was put on his lens of thankfulness. And you missed those days when he, he was down on his knees. Begging and screaming, asking God, please just tell you I'm thankful for nothing I got right now. And God bought him something uniquely created. That job he got uniquely created. I need you guys to understand. God always got you in focus. Always got yeah. you in focus. Good. Oh, man. That's good, bro. That's good. Hey, <laughs> I just I see my, my sis ask comment that I ain't blurred to God. So <laughs> that's good. How many times have y'all prayed and said, God, before you pray, you was like, man, God done forgot about me. Mm, yeah, I have. I'm, I, I, yep. I, I want to believe Jonah felt the same way. Yeah. It's like, 
hey man, just, I'm I'm a drown. You know, it's it is what it is. God, I didn't do what God said, so He didn't forgot about me. Yeah, mm, that's good that. right there. But see, God sends something for your life to save you. God knows where you're at in your life. God knew what God already knew. Jonah wasn't gonna listen, no way. Just like mm. He knew you ain't gonna listen. I'm not gonna listen. My brother ain't gonna listen. He already knows this. But see, it's in the midst. It's it's in the belly of the ugliest thing in our life where we remember to just be to humble ourselves and just pray and say, you know what, God, I thank you for everything that I have. And for some reason, that light clicks and then we come up out of what we were in. See, the lesson y'all need to get here is the faster you can get to a prayer of thankfulness, because when you when you when you're praying for thank when you're praying, thankfully, you remember what you what you have, where you came from. And so you have no worries no more because, you know, God, you know, God took care of all my past worries. So, God, hey, if this is all I'm supposed to have, you know what's best for me. I thank you. Mm, that's good. And bro. then because he loves us so much, that's when the abundance kicks in. We cut off our blessings because we don't know how to be thankful for what we have. In the midst of your likes being cut off, you need to be thankful. Yeah. In the midst of you just coming out of a bad relationship or you just got divorced or you just lost a child, you need to be thankful. See, those are ugly situations that are going to keep you so focused on the nearsighted focus on what's going on right now that you're not going to be able to, you're not going to have a thankfulness in your heart, on your tongue. But mm. see, God, God loves us so much that he know that, hey, I ain't tell you getting that, that, that marriage in the beginning, but I was with you all the way through it. I haven't forgot about you, but it, it, I think about the, if God didn't forget about me, did I forget about him? Ooh, you hear somebody and in the face. And is that the reason why I'm in this ugly situation? But he makes it beautiful anyway, because he loved, his love is everlasting to everlasting. Mm, that's good, boy. See, man, man, you got to have thankfulness, man. I'm telling you, the moment you get a, a thank you, God, thank you, Father, and just humble yourself to like, you know what? If I'm here, I'm here for a reason. See, you got to get into, you got to come out of thankfulness in, a, in your prayers and go, walk into your understanding. Hey, God, what is my purpose? What do you need from me? You mm -hmm. got to go from the focus on you, right? My brother just gave y'all the example. To putting the focus back on God. God mm. focuses always on us, but our focus is never on Him. That's so good, bro. Bro, I, I, before I move on, bro, because I, I feel like I, we got to finish this up now that I just got something out. Um, you better be thankful. You let me say this right now. You better be thankful. My my wife has been listening to this song. I, I've listened to it in the past, but she's been on it right now because it's it's just what she's getting. It's called reckless love. You better be thankful that you got a God who loves you reckless. Like, like if if this if if God was like here, society would call him toxic. Like, no lie, he it, it, this is a toxic relationship. He loves me even when I'm doing wrong. He trusts me even when he know I'm gonna do wrong. He loves me and forgives me even when I make the same mistake over and over and over and over again. Man. So society, that's toxic. But to God, 
And that ain't toxic. That's just how I love y'all. And you just said it perfectly. You better be thankful. You got a God that just loves you recklessly. Like, that is so crazy to me, bro. And it's so crazy because my wife, been she's been sending me this song. She's been listening to it over and over again. And now it's just coming back full circle. That is reckless what he does. It's just reckless. That's just how he loves us with not even a thought about anything that's going on. He just loves you just reckless. Bro, that's so good, bro. That is that is crazy beyond craziness, dog. Yeah. Bro, like, moving on, like, in this story, dog, like, now, like, Jonah, you know, the, the fish throw up Jonah on the beach now that God and saved him. God, like, all right, I hear you. You prayed. I'm glad. I'm thankful you back. Now, you promised you was going to go do what I told you to do, not go do it. He show up where he need to be, right? He tell all the people, hey, y'all, hey, y'all need to fix yourselves because if y'all don't, God going gonna, to gonna burn all y'all, right? Boom. Yeah. This is where the story gets crazy. I'm, you know what? I've never read Jonah, bro, but Jonah, Jonah that dude, bro. Like, for real, for real. Yeah, Some yeah. of us are Jonah. Yeah, I know a lot right. of people talk about this before. A lot of us like to be like, oh, I'm, I'm Daniel. I'm Paul all the time. Nah, I've been Jonah, especially at this part. Yeah. This part right here, bro, Jonah gets angry because in the last, in chapter three, God says, you know what? I hear y'all people. I'm glad y'all started fasting. I'm going to be, I'm going to show y'all mercy and I'm going to save all of y'all. Jonah gets peed off. Jonah like, hold on. Wait a minute. I yeah. know I did not yeah, come yeah. here to do what I already said in chapter one that you was going to do anyway. It literally yeah. says, didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? Oh, Jonah, big man. He said, this is why I ran away to Tarisha. I, <laughs> I was going in the wrong direction because yeah. I already knew what you was going to do. He could have just went to the wrong way and God was going to do what he was going to do. How many of us have said, hey, listen, I'm going to do the wrong thing, God. You ought to, I already know what you're going to do anyway, so I'm just going to go ahead and go the wrong way anyway because I already know what you're going to do. We already have it in our head that we think we know what God's plans is. Jonah was like, I already knew. I knew that you were going to be merciful and compassionate to God, slow to anger, and filled with unfailing love. That's that toxic relationship. You are eager to turn your back from destroying people. Jonah was big mad. It brought me to this point how Jonah was feeling. Jonah was sorry, not sorry. We heard this in the Beyonce lyrics. Beyonce got real mad. Sorry, I ain't sorry. Like, this is how Jonah felt right now. He was in his lemonade mode right now. He was sorry, not sorry. Like, hey. I'm sorry that I was going, I went to Joppa and I was going the wrong direction when I already knew what you was going to do. God, no, I'm not sorry, bro. This is so good. But I like God's response. L listen to me, bro. I know people read the Bible differently than how I read it, but I read it in Jamarcus's term. Yeah. God was sponsoring this. God was like, you know what? You can be big mad all you want to. What I'm going to do with this is I'm going to throw some shade at you. Because it says in the Bible, Jonah got so mad he left the city and he went and sat in the desert. God created this big bush for him and put shade over him. So in God's response to Jonah being all big mad was, 
I'm going to throw shade at you because that's what's going to fix it. Now, after the shade, bro, God sent the worm to eat up all of the leaf and shade that was covering Jonah in that yeah. heat. And then God sent the east wind at him with the dry heat. So I, I, God was being a little petty right now. I don't know. But to me, I would have felt like, oh, so, so first you take the shade, then you're going to throw this wind at me. You already know it's hot. I'm bald-headed. Everything just on me. So God threw shade, then he threw pettiness at him, right? But if you think about this, have you ever been involved with some haters? Like, you've been so involved with some haters, you had all these problems, and then they threw shade at you? You're so deep and near far-sighted on all of these haters that when they took the shade away, you, you wasn't even mad. You was more mad that they took the shade away and the intentions off of you you forgot to be thankful that they took it away. You forgot to be thankful that you were even there in the first place. See, how God ended this chapter was, he ended the chapter by saying, you didn't even do nothing. He said, wait a minute, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there? Because Jonah got mad that the plant got eaten? For us, what our problem is, we get mad at every single thing and we did nothing to put it in place or to make a play for it. We ain't yeah. doing nothing. All yeah. you do is show up and God does everything for you. The shade he throwing at you, God did it. The, the, to get you out of the fish, God did it. To get you in the fish, God done it, bro. Like everything that's in play is written by God. You ain't have nothing to do with it. Any circumstance you in, you ain't did nothing. That's what I'm trying to get at you, bro. Oh, man, I'm boy. Y'all need to get in this Jonah, bro. Jonah is good, bro. This shows straight up. If you ever been in something toxic, this is what you need to be in. This shows toxic relationships right here. Good money, bro. Hey, out of all that, bro, <laughs> this is what I was sitting there thinking, man. And uh, I'm pretty sure everybody in the world can attest to what I'm about to say. Right? I know I've, and I'm, I'm going to be high, open and transparent. Hey, right? Let's go, man. Uh, <laughs> my ex-wife, right? I had so many, I got a whole lot of thoughts, but God is working on me with that. But <laughs> out of our situation, you know, she took me through so much pain and so much hurt. Yeah. And I sit back and then, you know, throughout the years, you know, she had moved to Georgia, she bought a house, she got this, she got that. And I'm like, God, like, hold on, player. Like, <laughs> oh, you saw what she just did to me, man. Like, she cheated on me. I ain't cheated. Like, all this stuff that she did to me, and you just gonna keep blessing her? I was just like, John, I was pissed. I went and said, I was like, man, I ain't even to read the Bible or nothing. Mm, that's good, bro. But God has a way of bringing you back. Mm. Be careful with your words. Be very careful with your words, because it's life in the Bible. Life and death is, death in, is the in the tongue. There you go, bro. So as, so as you speak death, death comes upon you. Mm. Uh, boy, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. I'm, I'm going to say it in a different way. Yeah, go ahead. As you speak negative things upon or as you call out things in others or cast stones in others, God is going to reveal your stones too. It's mm, good. So while I was sitting there mad about her getting what I thought nearsighted, farsightedness, what I thought the world said she was winning, I don't know what's going on in her soul. Mm. <laughs> See, God was working on my soul and my 
I should, my focus should have been on thanking God because I didn't allow that to tear me down to a point where I couldn't open my heart to love anymore. Mm, that's so good, See, bro. We be so focused on what somebody did to us and how they should get. When we feel pain, when somebody hurts us, we want them to feel the pain that, that we feel. Or that oh, that's, feel. that's real. That's real. That's real. That's, right what Jonah, that's, what, that's why Jonah ran. Jonah was like, you just told me, you just, you let me drown. You <laughs> saved me. Then you bring me over here to do assignment and for you to only say you ain't going to do it. Like, what was the point? Yeah. It's just like us in relationship. God, I gave my all to this person. What was the point? I tried to be nice to everybody in my job. What is the point? When they come oh, back and cast stones at me, when they try to tear me down, what's the point? You know what, man? I, I'm done with this. This is just like every every person that has ran away from God. When we backslide, you get mad about that God. You're not focused on what God is doing in your life. You focus on why he didn't get revenge on what people did to you. Mm. That, that's not how God worked. Whew. I had learned this firsthand. God said, okay. You can be mad. It says in the Bible, you can be mad. Just don't go to bed with it. So God said, okay, Jonah, uh, I'm going to give you some shade. The next morning, I'm going to send something to, to not only eat it up, but I'm going to send in the, in the Amplified version, it said a scorching wind. Yeah, yeah, in my, yeah. In my mind, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hot, bro. I don't know about y'all. I'm, you know, I'm from Alabama. We got heat and humidity, but this Texas heat and humidity is, is a little bit different, right? You go out to Nevada, that's a whole different, different heat because it's dry. Scorching heat, that means that's your booty hot, right? <laughs> There's a country in Africa called Djibouti. It was 100. When I got there, it was 105 plus every day mm. with humidity. That's scorching hot. So in my mind, God is sending... He gonna make everything uncomfortable for Jonah. Yeah, because Jonah forgot where he got saved from. Ooh, that's and you it can't right pass there. no stone. I told you to do something, you ain't do it. You didn't save you, like my brother just said. Jonah didn't save himself. God did it. We just show up for the blessings. <laughs> that's good, bro. Hey, I, I, you know what, man? I wrote something down earlier when uh you was talking about something and. <laughs> Now I get it, right? I wrote down why did why did God bring this situation to Jonah? If you if you go and read in the beginning, if y'all don't know, Jonah was a man of the Lord. Like yeah. it says it all throughout the entire time. Like he was running from the Lord. The people on the ship knew he was he was with the Lord. He comes on the boat saying, "Hey, I'm with the Lord. I'm a man of the Lord." So he's a person of just. Like you, you gotta understand this. We're in this mini series of restore restoration. For a lot of us, you know what the problem is? We think just because we're with the Lord, we can't be restored. Mm. We think that God's not gonna bring us a situation that shows us that we need to be restored in parts of our lives. Ah, that's good, right there. I'm, I'm now getting this. I'm now getting this, God. I, I, I hear you now. See, when we think of the word restore, we think. Everything needs to be restored. We think the entire car needs to be restored. God say, no, 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 no. 
I know you're a person of justice. That's great. That's good. But this yeah. anger inside of you, this needs to be restored. This bitterness inside of you, this needs to be restored. The unforgiveness, the, the, the slick mouth, whatever it may be, God is giving you a situation so that something inside of you can get restored. Jonah needed to be restored uh -huh. in a specific area in his life. That's why God sent them. God, Jonah has some anger issues. See, mm. Jonah has some anger issue and God said you know what let me give you a situation in which I know the anger is going to come out of you so I can show you what needs to be restored you think you sitting on a high pedestal right now just Ooh, because you're arrogant you think you good just because you did, did a couple podcasts and you know a couple Bible verses and know oh, some words together. You think you good right now. Let me put you in a situation where oh, I can yeah. show you that no matter what you're doing, you always gonna need me. Nothing that you're doing don't start without me. It ends and begins with me. So let me show you something, throw you some shade, and then be a little petty with you and show you our relationship we got so that I can show you that there's some things in you that always need to be worked on. You always got to come back to me and bring back this part of the car to the, it needs the labor. It always needs to get shined again. See, God is always telling us there's always need to be work need to be done on us. No matter where you at, from just the unjust, in the middle, whatever vessel you are, you always going to need to be worked on. That's why God say he a potter. He ain't out here calling names for no reason. He always got work that need to be done. You just need to show up and let them do work. When you get in these situations, be thankful that you in the situation. Be thankful, like my boy E said, that you got a, a in a relationship with somebody who has a reckless love affair with you. At any point in time, you just need to show up. Like Psalms 100 say, as soon as you enter the gates, thank you, God. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I did, but for whatever reason, I just had to come back to the labor part, and I needed something to get restored. Whatever yeah. that may be, I'm not even questioning it. I don't yeah. even know what it is. I just need you to restore it in me. Maybe yeah. it's this anger that I've been feeling lately. Maybe that's why I cursed out the woman on the phone who was dealing wrong with the bills. I needed to come back and get it. It may be something as small as I, I, my tongue is too slick. God, just restoring me whatever you need to, God. Thank you for restoring it again. Thank you for being open 24 hours, seven days out of the week. Because a lot of places close down and you can't even bring your car there on the weekends. But God is always open. You can always hey. dial the 1-800 number, bro. This right here, I, I hey. just got this after I wrote it down, after you said it. I get it now. I get why God brought Jonah to the situation. And, and I get why he said you need to go there. You need not... Not this other dude. No, Jonah, you. I need you to go there. You know what, God? Tell me where I need to go. Man. Tell me where I need to go. Oh, so good, Man, bro. It's good, bro. Man. Hey, oh, yo. It's, it's something about how, see, God is so, so perfect in his design mm. that he sends you to a place he know it's going to pick up. He know it's going to upset you. Who he gonna see? He gonna he gonna bring out all that stuff that you've been so high and mighty. Well, I've read so many scriptures, and you know I've read the Bible sixteen times this month. No, he gonna bring all that arrogance out of you, man. Yeah, we get too arrogant when it comes to God because He's brought us out of something, 
oh, now I can go tell the story and you shouldn't be doing it that way. Mm, that's good. See, God going to send you to a place to break you down. It's just like, like what we do in the military. When you go to boot camp, you have to be broken down from a civilian to get into the system of, of the military to be systematized in order to operate in the military. <laughs> God is going to break you down. But he's not going to do it like the military. They're just going to tell you to do it and you ain't got nothing else. A guy said, okay, uh, you can go that way if you want to. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll be right here. You want to date that guy? Sure. Go ahead. You want to date her? Sure. Go ahead. That's the job you think you need? Sure. Go ahead. Go on over there. I'll be right here waiting on you. Mm. And then we get mad because <laughs> we went to a place that God didn't tell us to go but we're mad about what's happening at that place. Oh, that's good. See, you went into that relationship, y'all broke up, and now you're mad because that person is now happy with somebody else. But you weren't supposed to be with him in the first place because God, God told you, don't do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to you. I'm, I'm coming real to your house right now. Yeah, yeah, most you're definitely. You're too arrogant. I'm too arrogant. I get too arrogant. Yeah, I've been Jonah so many times. And I'm telling you, recently, lately, I know I just said I was talking about my ex-wife, but I had to humble myself and say, you know what, God? I thank you for that situation. You, The reason I was in that marriage, you made me the husband that I need to be. Because in that relationship, I found me again. I mm. found things in me that I didn't even know I had. Only God can do that. It wasn't about the person it wasn't about the actions of the person. It was about the purpose of why I was with the person. After mm. God, God told me not to do it, but he was right there with me every time. Yeah. In the midst of your situation, I don't know where you are in your life right now. You better have a, th a thank you God in your mouth and stop being arrogant to say, well, God, I came from over there and you just letting them have their way and do whatever. Why is it that we feel like the people that did us wrong are just Trolloping throughout the world, happy and got billions of dollars, and they don't never have a cloud of rain in their life. Like, what? What do you? That's a psychotic thought. What's yeah. wrong? With the near no, far side in me. Why did I think that? Because I got so high and mighty because I felt like I was better than that person, or I did so much right. No, oh, that's good. That's a good you one. Think you did so much right. You actually did a whole lot of wrong in your life. Mm. That's and good. That's why God is putting you in that situation. That's good, bro. <laughs> hey, like, hey, I gotta, I gotta like be humble too. I gotta be hot and open too. Like my wife lays me down today, bro. Like my situation with my dad, man. I we have been going through it. And you know what's crazy? I'm not even gonna say we. I've been going through it here lately, right? Like it's been so crazy because in my thought process, like it's just what you said. I've been arrogant. I've been sitting up here like I, I prayed for you to get out and look at you. You out now. Like, I prayed. Like, I prayed. Like, I'm up here speaking on these podcasts and saying all these good words and all that. The reason you out is because of me. Like, you need to know that. And my wife was like, you know, many people prayed for your father. Like, and I was like, huh? <laughs> oh, snap. So it just wasn't my one prayer. Yeah. Like, God heard all of the prayers that I was praying. Like, that song, I had a praying grandmother. Like, my, my father has a praying mother. 
like that probably prays more than I do. Like, and it's so crazy. Like you said, we get so arrogant. We get so caught up being near farsightedness that I was just like, I, 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 and I wasn't even thankful that God put me in this situation because he was sending me where I needed to go. Like you told, like, like, e, like you said it, like God put me in this situation and I was looking at it as punishment, but God was saying, no, this is perfect. It's purpose. Like you going through this so that you can get all this Bible and get all these podcasts and get all these words. So when he does come out, y'all got something to talk about other mm. than what y'all been through. You can mm. talk about where y'all going. Mm. Isn't that how every, doesn't that just sound good when you can talk about not what you've been through, but where we going? Like that's what, that's what all talk should be. Like, I mean, no, no, I, I don't even want to hear your sorries. I don't even want to hear your sorries. Just tell, just let's just say thank, let's just say thank you to each other. That we still got the chance to go where we need to go, bro. Man. Like, hey man, I need y'all to understand, bro. I'm gonna close it with this, like what you just said, bro. Let's just be thankful. And and I gave you the animal planet type thing. There are so many animals and humans that can emit light, but the there's a list that I just told you that got the bioluminescence that emits their own light. That's where you need to be. Start yeah. emitting your own light in life. You got to, man. Oh, man, bro. Hey, you got to be that light in the darkness, man. You never know the, the person. God only needs you to save one. Mm. God left the 99 to get the one. It's the, He's laying out principles. Right. Your life is uniquely designed. Like, I... I my brother and my sister said to me all the time, and I still have trouble like, like recognizing that whatever God purposed in me to come here was it, it turned out great. Cause in my mind, I was done. I was complaining. Why are you sending me over here? My family just got closer. I just got in this new relationship. Everything is going great for once. Finally. <laughs> and now you're gonna take me away from it. Like, what's up, God? And I didn't know all of this was gonna come out of it, man. So I had to get into a place. God had to humble me in my career in the Navy. He had to humble me in relationship. He had to yeah. humble me in my finances. He had to it humble me right. in parenting. Yeah. Like, he had to humble me. He had to do me like Jonah, and he saved me before I drowned. And he brought me back out so that my light, the light that I have, could shine. Mm. And it saved somebody. That's our purpose of this whole entire podcast. It's for you to see the transition of how the light that God put in us that is uniquely designed and made for us. You have the same power. When Jesus died, he left power back with us. Yeah. So it is our job to not be arrogant, to not to to. You can be mad at what God is doing in your life, but don't go to bed mad because know that when you wake up, the fact that you woke up, you should have a thank you in your mouth. Be about it, bro. Be about it. Hey, so, man, tonight was awesome, guys. Like, hey, I, I, this word was amazing. It was grateful. Uh, God, I am thankful that we was able Amen. to get this word out of everything that you do. I also want to send a shout out. Uh, everybody be thankful for the Cowboys tonight. We're going to pray that they get this win tonight. Beautiful, like dark places. Y'all pray with us. 
dark places, but it's a beautiful thing. Let's go. I had to throw that out there, man. I had to get out there, you know, while we was out here, man. <laughs> but we're gonna pray for Monday night when Alabama uh oh, here Georgia. He roll tight. <laughs> hey guys, man. Hey yeah. thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for jumping on. We like having fun on here. Yeah. We pray that y'all got something out of this. To God be the glory for every word that was yeah. said. And hey man, till the next one, we'll see you. Be blessed, man. Yeah. Bye.